Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a catch. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house, sideline, pylon, touchdown, and the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass, on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11 head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things, college football, for all things, football in general. And we have a very, very special episode. It's a super bowl preview episode, a lot going on in the world of sports. And we have a awesome guest, maybe our biggest guest in five years of the show, Aaron, none other than miss Mrs. Kelly Stafford. That's right. Matthew Stafford's wife, our former classmate at Georgia. She's a rock star now. She's a mega celeb. She's got her own podcast, The Morning After with Kelly Stafford. Be sure to give her a follow at themorningafter.kellystafford on Instagram. She is crushing the game. Her husband, our former teammate, Matthew Stafford, starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams this weekend in the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals. She's going to join us halfway through the show. We got so much to talk about. It will be a blast. Super Bowl week is on deck. How are you, my man? Dude, I'm pumped, man. If, if the Super Bowl is anything like it was for the, the duration of these playoffs, minus the first round was a little dry. I think yeah. we all agree on that. But the rest yeah. of the playoffs are freaking sweet. So excited to talk to, to Kelly. Excited to kind of get the insights, what it feels like in the Stafford household heading into this, this huge Super Bowl event. Uh, but man, I think it's gonna be a great game. I do. These are the best two teams, two of the best quarterbacks in the league, great defense, uh, great playmakers at the receiving position. Uh, I'm torn, man. Obviously I've, I've I been a little bit more in favor of the Rams because they more dogs between Sony and Stafford and, uh, Floyd, but it's just, it's so hard to root against Burrow. It's just I know. So, I know. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, he really is. It's a great, there's so much star power on, on both teams. Obviously, we're all biased to Matthew here. Matthew is a star in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. But Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, who is a Super Bowl MVP. And then on the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. There are dudes all over the place, specifically as it pertains to Georgia, a ton of Georgia connections, Matthew, Leonard Floyd, Sony Michelle, Thomas Brown on the coaching staff for the Los Angeles Rams, Nick Jones on the coaching staff for the Los Angeles Rams, then Trey Hill for the Cincinnati Bengals. So dogs all over the place. 
which is going to be awesome. We'll break down the game in just a little bit before we get Kelly on and then get her viewpoints as well. But as it stands right now, Wednesday afternoon, the Rams are a four-point favorite. The total, 48.5 points. I saw a statistic yesterday. I believe the last 12 Super Bowl winners have covered. So if you're an underdog, they went outright. And if you are a favorite, you cover the spread. So trends would tell you that the Rams being a four-point favorite will be able to cover that number if they were to win the football game. A fantastic week ahead in sports. The Waste Management Phoenix Open kicking off on the PGA Tour out of TPC Sotsdale. One of my favorite tournaments. Obviously, I used to live out there, have been there tons of times. The Thunderbirds put on an absolute party. I don't know if you saw it on social media, Aaron, but they actually had a country music concert inside the Coliseum on the 16th green Saturday night, Thomas Rhett, old dominion. They leave no stone unturned when it comes to throwing a party. 10 Georgia bulldogs are in the field this weekend. The weather is perfect. The vibe there. I'm telling you right now, if you ever get the chance to go to the Phoenix open, go on either Wednesday, Friday is a huge party day. They're all huge party days, but Saturday morning, if you wake up early and go like before the sun rises, you see all the charter buses start to roll in and it's all the Arizona state and university of Arizona fraternities and sorority girls coming in for their theme parties, dude, it is wild. So much fun. I'm happy golf is back. You know, you and I are big time golfers. It's going to be a sweet week to watch some golf in the desert. Well, you, you are a big time golfer. I am a big time wannabe golfer trying really hard. Uh, I actually just got fitted for some new clubs this morning. So did you really excited? Yeah. Wait. Uh, to get my mirror clubs here in a little bit. Got a tennis driver too. Oh, sweet. Uh, your boy's all decked out. Um, my bag is going to be a mixture of a lot of things, but they all fit good. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, my dad keeps saying like, we, we keep seeing the commercials and that's kind of his goal. We've been to Augusta. We've been to the masters. Yeah. That's the next tournament we want to go to because of all the reasons you just said, have you have you played that course? Like I have. Course? You know, they, they tune it up big time for the tournament this week. I mean, if you look at some of the pictures that the tour pros are posting on their social media channels, it is ultra pure. I mean, they get that place absolutely ripping. The greens and the fairways are as pure as it gets. It will be awesome. I was listening to PGA Tour Radio this morning. They said that it is firm and fast, so it might not play as long as it has in the past. And I would just say there's so many good golf courses in that area. If you get the chance to play with all the stadium seating up, definitely take advantage of that. There are probably better courses in the area if you're going to spend three to 400 bucks. I would just tell you, I don't know if you want to bring Denny to that tournament with you, man. I mean, it's time to get rowdy out there. You know, you're not going to be sitting there, you know, sipping a cocktail, doing a golf clap. You're ripping beers and walking around and having a blast. Now, if Denny can keep up, bring him out there. Denny you guys can, can have a great Denny, time. Wow, man. He can have a good time and throw back and, you know, obviously leave mom and and, and the moms and babies back in, in, in Atlanta and Athens. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we'll go out there for a boy's trip. How about that? I but, see. You deserve a boy's trip. Sharon was just up in New York City. When are you going to get I some know. time off? Well, I'm going to a hoopie next week. So that's, Oh, my God. <laughs> wow you already got that planned out i didn't so get the I'll have my, I'll have my couple of days of, of good time golf down there in south georgia so yeah i let her have the weekend go to new york have some fun um and then i'll get my two days next week of uh beautiful beautiful golf which i'm really excited about yeah thanks for the invite buddy you uh have a good time hope you shoot some really low scores and, and just really soak it all in enjoy 
Speaking of the tournament, though, I got a couple of tips. If you're looking to make a little pizza money wager to flip it for some big time dollars, love Scotty Scheffler this week. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama horses for courses. He is really, really good at TPC Scottsdale. And Louis Ustazen. Louis Ustazen is one that hasn't really played a lot lately, but his game snaps into form very quickly. I think he has the type of style that could really, really translate coming off of a long rest at TBC Scott. So I'm just fired up. It's a great tournament. CBS does a fantastic job when they do the broadcast there. So shout out to your colleagues over at CBS. Perfect segue into the Super Bowl. There is no doubt about it. Before we talk about the Super Bowl, though, let's get into a little college hoops. You know, we watched college hoops and Georgia hosted Auburn last weekend inside Stegman. And man, did they snatch defeat right out of the jaws of victory. I mean, I was watching it. I texted Sean Chappis, our buddy, and I texted Clint Bowling, our buddy, both punt and pass favorites. And I said, hey, guys, the dogs are plus 890 on the money line. Let's let it rip. I mean, they were huge underdogs. So 100 bucks would have netted you $900 if you were to bet the dogs to win outright. Obviously, that text for me was met with a bunch of LOLs and ha-ha-has, no chance. Georgia comes out storming in the second half, really dominating and leading that entire game until the last minute, and they botched it. They botched it in a big way. Yes, the refs, of course, were terrible, as we had come to expect from all referees in all sports. Would have been just a great win for the year of the dogs. Would have been the first time ever that the University of Georgia has beaten the number one ranked AP team in college basketball. Don't know if you saw it, but in studio on SEC Network, Peter Burns was there in Charlotte. I forget who the analyst was for the SEC Network, but they threw it back to the studio before they got Bruce Pearl for the immediate interview right after the game was over. And the analyst said, wow, what a game. Great fight from Georgia. Georgia deserved to win this game. The analyst did not know that Bruce had his headset on. So Peter Burns goes, all right, let's go back to Athens, Georgia, and throw it to Bruce Pearl. And Bruce Pearl goes, I disagree. Auburn should have won that game. I mean, he went at the analyst. He's like, look, I mean, Georgia had all their chances. They had 20 free throws in the first half. We made more plays down the stretch. The Auburn Tigers deserved to win that game. And PB was kind of like, whoa, okay, like jockeyed the situation, did a really good job. But deflating. I mean, I would have been fired up for the rest of Saturday afternoon and really all week if Georgia would have taken care of business there and closed it out. It is pretty grim for the Dogs Hoops team right now. Well, if you would have been Alabama and then Auburn right after that, I mean, how good of that would have feel? Because Alabama's a good basketball yeah. team. Obviously, yeah. Auburn being number one. Uh, they just lost the other night, so had their you know second loss of the season. But you know, to beat them at home is kind of the the, the win that they needed. I just, I mean, changes have to happen, Drew. Yeah. Changes have to happen. So where happen. do you go? I don't know, but they got money. Josh Brooks got yeah. a big old pile of money. Yeah, he it, does. It, it, you gotta you gotta spend money on someone. Um, it's just to me with Atlanta in your back door, with all the the travel team tournaments that go on through Atlanta, yeah, with the ability to use NIL money now, yeah, there has to be a way to keep some of these kids in the state. It just there has to be. There, there, there's no excuse with the the amount of talent in the state of Georgia when it comes to basketball that you can't keep two or three of them and go 60 miles and go to Athens. Dude, I don't want to oversimplify things, but just recruit Fulton County and Gwinnett County. Like, that's all you need to do. It hurts watching guys like Katie Johnson and Walker Kessler, you know, come into your house and beat you 
especially when Georgia had the opportunity to win that game. Look, Josh Brooks, with great power comes great responsibility. The writing is on the wall. It seems like once the season's over and Coach Green's buyout goes down drastically, that they'll probably move in a different direction. I got a couple of text messages for some trusted sources who are punting past listeners that said Chris Mack would be a great fit. Chris Mack, the former Louisville coach who took Xavier and built them into a team that was making it to Elite Eights, has the chops to recruit. More importantly, has the chops to develop and then coach in-game. The key is just getting the talent and keeping them in Athens. There's too much good stuff at the University of Georgia. You and I have both said that continuously as it pertains to basketball hopes for the dogs. I think brighter days are certainly ahead. Uh, Georgia is not going to be playing postseason basketball this year, though. But the way Lady Dogs will, they're playing really well. Top 25 Lady Dogs. So, I don't know. Maybe they can steal one more. Baseball season, baby. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's talk Super Bowl. Kelly Hall, Kelly Stafford, excuse me, will be joining us here in just a little bit. But you and I need to break this thing down before we get her lean, which I believe we know in what direction that will be going to. I mentioned it earlier, the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. It's Super Bowl 56. This game is inside SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, California, for the second season in a row. It had never happened before in NFL history. A team is playing in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. Last year, of course, the Bucks won it in Tampa Bay. The Rams are four-point favorites. The total is 48 and a half points. And I'll just give you two trends real quick. I gave you one earlier. The last 12 Super Bowl champs that have won have covered the Bengals this season, Aaron. Five and zero against the spread when getting three or more points. And Super Bowl underdogs getting three or more points are eight and two against the spread since 2008. I think the one thing enough people are not talking about is the Bengals defense. The Bengals defense shut down the Chiefs in the AFC championship in the second half. Shut them down. Your boy Eric Bieniemy did not get an NFL head coaching gig. I believe he's been interviewed 15 times now. I text you that. And he has not gotten a head coaching job. So he'll obviously stay in Kansas City. But unsung hero, possibly, the Cincinnati Bengals defense. I really like Jesse Bates. The storyline for me, though, really is the Rams D-line versus the Bengals' porous offensive line. That could really, really make things tough for Joe Burrow. I just, I don't, to me, when I look at the Rams defensive line and obviously, you know, what they have on the secondary side of the ball as well with Ramsey, I just, I said earlier, man, I, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. I've been a big fan of his, uh, you know, leading up to what that first game he had his senior year. I was like, damn, this kid looks pretty dark good. You remember I was breaking it down? I was like, yeah. trust me, this kid is going to have a big year this year. And I just love his game. Obviously love what he's done in the NFL, but if you can't protect, there's nothing much you can do. And I was funny. I was talking with, Ben Jones, David Andrews. Yeah, how'd and that go today? Morris. It went really well. But I asked him, I was like, how do you block Aaron Donald? And, and uh, David Andrews said, listen, you know, with their scheme they used to do, you could kind of figure it out because it would be a lot more four-man rushes. Now it's a lot more five-man rushes. So it's a lot of one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So as an offensive line, what you do is you go 5-0. You go, everyone has a man. Center is locked up on the nose. Guards are locked up on the three techniques. And tackles are on the ends. So Aaron Donald essentially is going to be one-on-one. Von Miller is going to be one-on-one. Good Forget luck. Right. With that <laughs> offensive line the Bengals have, good freaking luck. And that's they something gave that up nine sacks to the that. Titans. I know. I'm, I, yeah, it may be double-digit sacks. I mean, what's the record for most sacks in NFL? I think that is a number, Drew, we need to look at because there's a chance if there's a, a, a wager wow. on the board. Yeah. I would How take, many sacks I, the Rams would get? 
I would what do you think? Easy. Like over under five and a half? I'll look it up right now as you're talking. Yeah, look I don't over. even know. I would, if that's think, a problem, I would think five and a half. Uh, I would take the over. I mean, that may they may that may hit in the first half. Um, really? You think that? I mean, you, look, the Bengals the have been Bengals two weeks this game. so bad. So with the Rams though, and it's about the players. You can't just all of a sudden become a better offensive line in two weeks. I agree with that completely. I mean, I just think the Rams are superior on the front, and I think that's how, if you want to win games consistently, you have to win the battles up front. And right now, I think the Rams are just at a different level compared to what Cincinnati has, and I think that's going to be is the biggest difference in this game. Joe Burrow will be able to get the ball out quickly, but if you're going to want to win a championship, you need chunk explosive plays. If you want chunk explosive plays, as a quarterback, you need time in the pocket. He's not going to have it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you're about to freak out then. Bet online. Total sacks by the Los Angeles Rams. Over three and a half sacks, minus 145. Under three and a half sacks, plus 115. So if you bet $145, you would win 100 bucks for over three and a half sacks. You bet in the mortgage on over three and a half sacks by the Rams. I would, yes. Would you not? Yeah, I mean, based on what you're saying, I would just have to think, you know, just like the lead up to Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. What did Alabama do? They had the scheme to really kind of put the Band-Aid on the pig that was their offensive line at the time. Quick game, screen plays, running the ball, mobile quarterback. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's the Super Bowl. Now, my th- you mentioned Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he's a stud, best DB in the NFL, arguably. But the rest of their secondary is beat up, man. I mean, Eric Weddle was freaking on the street eight weeks ago, six yeah. weeks ago. And now he's playing. You got T Higgins, you got Jamar chase. Looks like CJ Uzama is going to be healthy. I don't know. I think this game is going to be close. All right. I'm with you. I think it's going to be close. Both Stafford and burrow have led two game winning drives in the playoffs alone. Do you think this comes down to a game winning drive? I do. I think it's a, I think it's a field goal game. Um, yeah. I think the Rams are good. I think they're good on offense. I think this is a lower scoring. What's the over under in the game? Right 48 now? and a half. And I think like the Bengals first quarter under is like 90% or something. Expect a slow start. A lot I of think jitters. a slow yeah. defense. Um, yeah, I could see this being like a, I mean, 24, 21 type game. I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards the under. Really? Yeah. See, I think it gets wild in the second half, which I think plays into the Rams favor. Oh, um, definitely does. I would love to see Matthew with a chance for a game winning drive, maybe even like a four minute type situation where they're down by six and they have to score a touchdown. Um, I think if they're down by two and all they need is a field goal, wrap it up. Matthew will get the Rams in position. Then it becomes a kicking battle, you know, from a special teams perspective, I think these teams are pretty evenly matched up, but it's the super bowl, man. It's the Super Bowl. It's it's exciting. I think it's going to be a really good game. I like the four points. I like the four and a half points. I wonder if it gets under four before kickoff. I think it goes over 48 and a half, which is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Um, so many exciting storylines, though. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Jackie and I were watching NFL Network the other night. And it's just funny, the dynamic, because Joe's in his second year. I mean, the Bengals sucked. They won two games two years ago. They drafted Joe Burrow. He gets hurt. They won four games a year ago. Now they're in the Super Bowl. Matthew was in purgatory for 12 years in Detroit. Mm -hmm. Finally gets out. 
gets his first chance to actually play some competitive football in the postseason. He was 0-3 in the postseason heading in to this year's playoffs, and he's won three games in this year's playoffs alone. So I'll say the Rams win outright late, the Bengals cover, and the game goes over 48 and a half points. I think that'd be, I think that, at least that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping I am. I mean, listen, I'm hoping for a more entertaining game. I am an offensive guy. I'm just saying when I look at the Rams defense, when I look at the Bengals defense, I know both teams have firepower on offense, but you know, you give defenses two weeks to prepare. I give advantage defense in that, in that yeah. game. You yeah. Know, similar to what Georgia had preparing for Alabama in the national championship game, uh, lower scoring game, a lot of defense, a lot of field goals. I think this comes down to a field goal game. I think, I think the Rams win it 24, 21. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. And I think that's obviously what we're all rooting for. Uh, the Bengals, just a hard team to root against. Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr. He's the man. People love him. And for good reason. And I'm looking forward to Matthew finally getting the chance to really cement his legacy for what has been a remarkable NFL career up to this point. So it's Super Bowl 56, and we're about to welcome in an amazing guest, a mega celebrity, Kelly Stafford, Matthew Stafford's wife, former Georgia cheerleader, uh, a friend of both you and I. Uh, we're happy that we could have gotten a hold of her. It is a slam-packed week for the Stafford household. I can imagine she'll tell us all about it. So marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Let's go ahead and welcome in our guest on this Super Bowl episode of Punt and Pass, none other than the one, the only, Kelly Stafford. All right. We are so pleased to be welcomed by our guest this week. It's the Super Bowl podcast for Punt and Pass. It's our biggest celebrity, Aaron. There's no doubt. We've been doing this for five years. We've had people from all walks of life, but it's our first mega A-list celebrity. None other than Miss Kelly Stafford. Kelly, how are you doing? Thanks so much for the time. You got to just be absolutely slammed right now. Um, I appreciate appreciate that intro, Drew. I don't know. Um, I'm probably not near an A-list celebrity, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, it's a it's a crazy time right now. We're we're pumped. I mean, Matthew's so you know ecstatic right now, but also trying to level his emotions because he's to prepare for another game. So yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. I, you know, I love both of you all, so I'm here for well, it. Well, it's really interesting you talk about the getting ready for Stafford. Uh, Matthew there, it's, it's 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 like a home game, for goodness sakes. You guys were in L.A. It happened last year. The Bucks stayed in Tampa. They won a Super Bowl. Fast forward this season, you guys are in L.A. So no hotel. Is he home all week leading up to the game? 
Yeah, that's like one of the crazy scenarios that's happening. So I'm trying to make it as normal as possible because he is home at the same time as he has been the whole season every day. Um, obviously, there's a little mix up when it comes to media and things of that nature that he might be home a little later, but he's still coming home, helping me with the kids, um, you know, studying in the mix of everything instead of when it like normally you would travel to the city you're playing in and stay in a hotel for a week and the family, you know, wouldn't really see him much. Um, so it's kind of a crazy different, I, I, you know, we don't know any different, I guess, because, well, I not, not that I guess I know, yeah. um, cause we've never been to a Super Bowl. but you know, the Whitworths have been like, at the Rams have been so yeah. like, totally different trying to be normal and trying to take stress away from him. But also we still have four kids. They're still running around like wild and all they want is their dad. So it's like, sorry, I know you're trying to prepare, but here's four children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, we'll get to Matthew. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah. He's in the news. Let's talk about Kelly Stafford. All right. Let's talk about Kelly. Let's talk about the morning after with Kelly Stafford, which is your absolutely awesome podcast that is caught wildfire. And for good reason, you can follow it on Instagram at the morning after dot Kelly Stafford. Uh, it's been so cool following along. My wife, Jackie, listens to it. Uh, seeing your raw and real reactions after these unbelievable playoff games, the stories that you've been telling, it's really Cool. And I've known yeah. you, we've known each other since 2007, 15 years ago. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I was going back, I was doing some research and I found a superlative that you had won. And it was the most likely to be married to a Super Bowl quarterback. It was the <laughs> most likely to hang out with Mario Lopez. And it was the most likely to tell E from Entourage how Ryan Gosling is your hall pass. And I was like, this is unbelievable. It all like, out. like you know what it's funny teacher because you were a part of a lot of the stories I've been telling on my podcast obviously through the college stuff um you know Aaron you were came a little later we're a little baby a little baby it's all right I know yeah thanks for aging us um but yeah it's a uh it's fun and I would have never guessed in my wildest years that everything you just said is is like what has happened um but it's I enjoy the podcast it's something that's my own you know yeah um, as you probably know, like, I tend to lose my identity because I'm married to Matthew and it's not bad. It's just, is what it is. So, and be, being a mom is, yeah. you know, kind of lose yourself. So the podcast is awesome. I enjoy it. It's something that's mine and I can do it with it what I want. You know, Matthew is like, mm, let's like reel it in <laughs> a little on some things. Um, cause you know, he's, he's very private, but, um, I've really enjoyed it. Like you guys, it's just a fun way to just like chat and I don't know about random stuff and it's mostly mom stuff. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I, I love it. And it keeps me busy. Um, my kids keep me busy, but that keeps me busy too. So it's fun. It's cool Great. seeing those clips. Aaron, I'm going to throw it to you. Cause I got to tee you yeah. up or something when you were talking with, um, with E, what's his name? Kevin, um, Kevin Connolly, Kevin Connolly. Yeah. You know, you're talking, you guys were just having a great conversation. It's interesting, but you led into that with you guys running into Jessica Beale and how Matthew was like taken aback. And Aaron, I didn't, you run into her in Atlanta and yeah, we ran into to you. Chastain, at Chastain Park, we ran into her and you were Are like, you? hello. And, I'm, and she like helped my little uh, Maddox up like a step. And I'm like, I think that was Jessica Beale that just helped Maddox up a step. Weird. And uh, yeah, she was just with her, her, her little man and uh, the bodyguard was there. And 
I think huh. JT actually played golf at Ansley, was playing golf at Ansley. That's right. Like that. That's right. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Were they like in town or something? Or do they I think like- he's filming something here in Atlanta. So I'm, I don't know if they're renting or bought something in Chastain area, but yeah, they were just, you know, the little kids area there, Chastain just wandering around having a good time. And right. I just, you know, and like everyone else in the park, everyone just kept staring at her like, is that who we think it is? We don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah. Doesn't her, doesn't her like butt give her away? She's got great ass. I don't know she's if y'all cuts on And this is not, you're good she's, to go. You're she, good to go. She's, she's, okay. she's pretty, uh, she's no makeup on too. I was like, damn. Oh. I was going to call Josh, my brother, like, listen, there's a Jessica Biel lookalike at Chastain Park right now. Get your ass over here and start macking <laughs> away. And then share my wife, like, heard her say her son's name. She goes, no, no, I think that's actually, that is Jessica Biel. That's not a lookalike. It's like, okay, sorry, Josh, never mind. False alarm, you can go back to Alpharetta. Uh, yeah, Josh has a chance against uh, JT, but you never know. You never no, know. No, definitely uh, No, I, we were laughing so hard at that, too. You know, Jessica's been Matt Jessica like we're first name basis. Jessica Beale has been um Matthew's hall pass since I met him. And yeah, so long time. Long time. And we walk into Peyton Manning's retirement party years ago, and the first person we see is Jessica Beale. And <laughs> she looks better in person than she does in photographs, which I was like, oh, okay, well, sorry, you get no hall pass because. If you if you're able to meet your hall pass, that doesn't count, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you gotta no, draw the line somewhere. The whole, I think it's the whole point, right? <laughs> it's whole, uh, un- unattainable. Right, but never through. Yeah, I told him immediately. I was like, I don't think you get hall passes because you have the ability to maybe make that like work, and I'm not here for that. So, but now that especially we're especially after they win this weekend, first, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, she it's may be fun. in a box somewhere watching the game, so we'll we'll, we'll stay away from that. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of the game this week, how, how is LA? I mean, you talk about two different worlds, Detroit and Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, you got a nice tan all year long, the sunshine, no more snow. I get you and the kiddos, you enjoying yourselves a little bit more. I mean, it's awesome. Okay. Michigan was great and we loved it there. Our whole family, you know, we grew up there. So Michigan was awesome. The weather was not great. You come out here and I think it's rained like, four times since we moved here. Yeah. Um, which is amazing when, especially when you have little kids, you shove them outside, go make a mess outside. Just don't make a mess in the house. Mm-hmm. That way I don't really have to like clean it up or whatnot. So that's been awesome. Um, the difference too. So we were kind of laughing about the other day. We have a, we had a, a few neighbors in Michigan who we loved, but they were 80 and above. And we come out here and our neighbors are Kylie Jenner, Little Wayne, Madonna. And I'm like, well, that that's is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different for us. Um, you know, obviously we have no interaction with any of these people, but they're across the street, they're right, you know, down the hill. Um, so it's a it's a wild, you know, turnaround from Michigan where really Matthew was kind of him, Eminem, and Kid Rock were, yeah. you know, the three people in Michigan. And um coming here, it's kind of nice because we can be or he can be completely normal. Like no one, you know, sports aren't like the big thing here. So um, it's, it's nice in that aspect, just to feel like a regular family. We can go to the park, we can go to dinners, we can do stuff like that. And no one notices him at all. So it's, it's nice in that aspect to, um, you know, the difference between Detroit and LA. Now you say you don't have a lot of contact with them, but you did have some contact with a huge celebrity. Your kids got memed because, 
They were at Kanye West's daughter's birthday party. That was an unbelievable picture that you posted on Instagram. Um, Pretty cool. You said it was like a normal hang, a lot of fun. The kids had fun. Yeah. You know what? It's so crazy. So literally if I show, she lives like right like looking at the top of her house, Kylie, and it was Stormy, her daughter in Chicago, which is Kanye and um, Kim's daughter's joint birthday. And, you know, we, Stormy has come over a few times and they're incredibly kind. She's far better behaved than my children. Um, So she's a great influence. But um, I, we went, we did, we got invited to their birthday. So we went over there and um, to be honest, like, it's not as like this over the top thing that people think it is. I mean, it is a kid's birthday and people do kids birthdays crazy, right? these days like it's a little over the top but hers was I mean like it was good and um I obviously was very stressed making sure that my kids didn't mess anything up the entire time they didn't say anything that was like I don't know disrespectful in any yeah. way um but yeah he uh they did get memed Kanye was trying to break that pinata and um my girls didn't really understand what's happening so uh they had some interesting looks on their face and uh they, they did become a meme, but it was fun. It was like a, a cookout with a family. I mean, to be completely honest, like Drew, you've been to our family cookouts. It's yeah, they're fun. Uh, yeah, they're fun. And that's exactly what it was. And I walked back to our house and I walk in and Matthew's here. I'm like, are you lying? You're not going to make her <laughs> and help me. It's great. He, like, he wanted oh, to stay oh. out of the fray. Stay out yeah, of the fray. Like, yeah. He's like, you know, I'm just going to leave that one to you. I was like, appreciate that. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, it's, it's a wild time out here. I'm not going to lie. Are you guys gonna stay in LA? You go plan on coming back to Atlanta? I know you guys are still have the spot here. Is it a full time move possibly? You guys enjoying it that much? I will tell you one thing: we did sell our house in Atlanta. Oh, you gotcha. did. We did. Gotcha. So um, we Got are beautiful house right there, gorgeous house. It was, and it was awesome. It just didn't make sense for us right now to have that, and um, and we love it here. We really do. It is hard to beat once you're here. Like it's oh, hard. God, to- yeah. That's why Let's I'm not letting go. my wife go out there because she wants to go out to LA. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go out there, she goes, can we? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's, yeah, it's nice. And I, and I love Atlanta, but you know, I know what Atlanta can offer and I, and I love it for that. And, you know, when Matthew's done, we'll revisit this conversation, but it's going to be tough to pull him from LA. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Before we get to the game, um, it's Wednesday afternoon. Tell us how many people you got coming in town. What is this weekend going to be like? I mean, it's got to be an absolute barrage of requests of travel arrangements, airport pickups, fill us in, and then we'll get into the game. Yeah, um, it is. And I, and Drew, you know, and, and so do you, Aaron, our group runs deep. Um, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the same group we've had since college. Nothing's changed. Um, and those same people, you know, endured, not endured, but visit us in Michigan and yep. were there our times. And so obviously I wasn't going to let this Super Bowl go by without all of them being there. So we have, we've got about 45 to 50 people, um, making their way to LA for this. And as for like airport pickups and things they're on their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm still being a mom to four girls. And so my schedule is still remaining the same and it's a busy schedule. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They're all grown grownups and, and whatnot. And so it'll be, it'll be a packed, uh, we did get a suite and nice. I, we're just packing in. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a time and it's the same group that y'all would, y'all could imagine. And then plus Matthew and I's family. So of course. 
So break down your, uh, we always talk about players and have like their routines for a game day. What is yeah. your routine heading up to this game? Like, are you going to keep it the same? Any kind of superstitions? What are you um, doing? You know what? I ran out of superstitions in Detroit. Um, so, uh, <laughs> for good reason. For yeah. definitely good reason. Well, uh, no superstitions for me. Um, yeah, we, it's kind of a normal day. We will wake up. Um, I am taking the girls which is a whole nother thing, but that's okay. Matthew wants them there, so I will take them. Of course. Um, yeah, so we'll load in. We got two sprinters. Um, actually, all the friends are staying in a different area, so they'll have their own transportation and everything. But our families will load in the sprinter. Um, we'll head down. You know, there's all it's it's a tough balance. There's all these fun parties, and you guys both know yeah. I like time. Um, but at the same time, like this is a once in a lifetime day for my husband. So we probably won't be tailgating or doing anything like that. We will um, head in the stadium, you know, and this weird thing has been happening since playoffs started. I've been just like throwing up before games during games. Yes. I can't drink, which is a problem Mm -hmm. for many different reasons. Well, cause I can't drink water either. So that's a problem and I can't eat. So um, it is, I'll probably do the, you know, throw up thing before the game starts and then um i don't know i like i get nervous is it just nerve it's just like butterflies nerves not like anxiety no 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 it's just nerves yeah. and i just put anything down and um but yeah I, I i'm getting nervous talking about it right now so i'm feeling it'll just happen again um but yeah and then we'll watch that game and and pray for the ending that we want um but either way, and I'm and I try to tell Matthew this, but he, you know, as y'all know, as players, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, well, if it doesn't turn out the way you want, you know, you have done an incredible job. This, you know, and I'm trying to be playing. He's like, no, it's turning out the way we want, or else. Yeah. I'm not coming out of my room for however long. I'm like, okay, sounds fair. Whatever. <laughs> so. He's such a cool, calm, collected guy, and he's got that swag to him, which obviously translate on the field. We were talking about it before we welcomed you in. It's it's awesome to see the statistics in a positive light for Matthew. Now you know zero and three before this postseason. Now he's three and zero, taking down Tom Brady, the last quarterback that TB12 will ever have played and lost to in the NFL. And now just with the special things that are happening in LA with it being at home, it seems like this could be the year. So let's talk about the game. All right. Obviously Joe Burrow, the Bengals, they've got a lot of star power. They're very likable, but the Rams as well. I mean, it's a feel good story all around. The Rams are four point favorites right now. Uh, The total is 48 and a half points. Are we partying down Sunday night? Are the girls going to be able to stay up past bedtime? Um, the girls will be able to, I will be sending them home right after, you know, right after they see their dad. Cause I would like to enjoy my night, but, um, I mean, hearing all that, you know, I don't, I don't ever like dive into who's the favorite or anything, but I will tell you one thing I was talking about, you know, I was like, Joe Burrow needs to put in some time. All right. He's got to pay okay. his dues. I like that. Yeah. Like we have been in the league for far too long and this young little cat's going to come in cat and they are Bengals. Huh. Fair words. There you go. Um, this young cat's going to come in and challenge that dream of my husband. That's been, you know, that he's worked hard for, for not just how, what year is it for Joe Burrow? Like three, two, two. is the second year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> needed more fuel in the fire here for Kelly. She's yeah. Taking off yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He needs some time to figure out himself a little bit in this league and then he can come back and win it. This yeah. isn't fair. Yeah, Jackie and I were watching NFL Network the other night. We talked about this earlier, and Matthew and Joe were on with Rich Eisen, and she said the same thing. She's watching, and she was like, 
I'd love for Matthew to win. Like Joe Burrow's in his second year. It can't happen yet. So right. we got some Rams fans in the Butler household as well. But you. uh, you know, we Aaron and I both said it. We think it's gonna come down to a game winning drive. So we'll put a couple of extra puke buckets in your suite for you. Oh. Um, and if you want to puke right now, we have not had a guest puke on punt and pass. That would probably go viral. <laughs> um, but it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, get ready for I, it. It's gonna be a good game. I mean, I I have the same feeling that it's gonna come down to a winning drive, and I pray that it's in our hands and not in theirs. Um, not that I'm like our defense is incredible, as yeah. you guys. Um, so either way will be fine, but I just I always feel I feel better when we're down. Is that weird? The chip on the shoulder, you know, yeah, backs against the wall, though. just nothing to lose type atmosphere. I like, I, I, I don't. Well, well, I, I think don't it's hate a different that. thing, Kelly. You, you guys have been the underdogs for twelve years, so I think you're just kind of comfortable in that role. Yeah, that might, and that's very, that's very true. I mean, and I've seen him do it so often that I'm like, yeah. We, we, yeah. I mean, we were sitting in the suite for the NFC Championship, and Marvin Jones, one of Matthew's old receivers, yeah. was with us, Sam Martin, yeah. and I am like, kind of like, okay, we have however in. They looked at me like, this is nine's time. This is yeah. his best. So, like, he's got this. And lo and behold, I mean, it was uh, awesome to see. But, I mean, I don't know. I would love to not be stressed in the fourth quarter. That would be really nice. That would like, be really nice. Be very nice. Yeah. I, bet yeah, you okay. were, hey, I bet you weren't stressed in the third quarter of that, um, of that Bucks game either. Yeah. That was pretty wild. So glad you guys got out of that one alive. Uh Huh? Yeah. And I like I Matthew said too, and I told him I was like, if we were going to overtime in that game, I don't know. Yeah. But overtime rules suck anyways, but that's a whole nother conversation. But like it just felt like we had to win it, or he had to win it there, or else it was just gonna be like, oh no, here's Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, you know, and and he well, is. Then, then he would not have retired. He just would have kept winning and winning and won a Super Bowl and come back next year. So it was um, nice just to like put the stake in it and just yeah, you're done. Walk done. Away. yeah. Yeah. You're done. It's someone else's turn. Okay. You've won. That's right. So, All right. Before we um before we let you go, we're not gonna keep it too long. Tell us what Ryuta means so we can all be saying it this weekend. Um, and then we'll get you on your merry way. What does Ryuta mean? I R U T A. Um, are you again, you're allowed to cuss on this podcast. Yeah, it's punt and pass. Come on, kid show. Okay, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. This was not my I did not come up with this. Matthew's mom came up with this. Excellent. Love that. Uh-huh. Um, she's very smart. She's a great mind. Um, it was after the first game. Maybe it was right before the, it was right before the first game, night before the first game. And uh, we were talking about, we're just going to ram it up their ass, you know, just, just, I don't know. And that's where Ram Ryuta comes from. Ram it up it. their ass. So classy, right? So yes. Classy. Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. Ryuta. Uh-huh all weekend long. I think it speaks volumes when you talk about guys like Marvin Jones and Sam Martin, Matthew's former teammates coming across the country to spend time with your family, with Matthew to cheer him on. Uh, You guys have a great family. We're all rooting for you this weekend. Kelly Stafford, Kelly Hall, as we know you. Thank you so much for joining punt and pass. Good luck. Tell everybody hello this weekend. Follow Kelly at the morning after dot Kelly Stafford on Instagram. Uh, Aaron is at Aaron Marie 11. I'm at Drew Butler. We're at punt and pass punt and pass.com. Kelly, anything on the way out? No, I love you guys. Um, I appreciate it. Hey, Aaron, you never mentioned who you're rooting for. I'm going Rams. Too many, Come on, too Kelly. Oh, Rams. Rams. Come Rams. on now. Rams I, now. I, wanted to, I just wanted to confirm. Plus Sean McVay's an Atlanta boy too. So yeah, that's too, too many connections. Well. Too many connections. 
Awesome. All right, you guys want to say Ryuda on the way out? Yeah. Okay, ready? Yes. Three, three. Ryuda. Ryuda. Love it. Awesome. All right, go Rams. Thank you, and we will talk to you next week. See you. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.